Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code presson25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Presson Falsies. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. It is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. What up, bitches? Welcome back to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. I am Francesca Amber, your host, who is, oh yes, sitting in her brand new home office in her brand new dream home. I'm honestly, I'm like so happy, so happy to be here. I feel like dreams are fucking coming true. She is bleeding on a new moon. Sorry, if this is your first episode, you must be like, what on earth is going on? Um, Probably a little bit too much information, but I am living in alignment with the moon. I am manifesting my goals. I am living my truth and I'm here to share it with you. Anyway, I realised that my episode last week about moving... (laughs) moving into manifesting my dream home was probably a little bit negative Nancy and I also looking back over my Instagram stories for the week I feel like I have been very anxious and very 
negative and I feel like it's because it has been so overwhelming moving into this home. It's been really overwhelming. It's a really big thing for me. And I saw something on Instagram that said that quite often when you unlock a new level, you achieve something new, you achieve a huge goal that you have been working towards for years, you can sometimes feel really deflated and you can feel really down. It's called like post post-manifestation, uh, not guilt, it's called post-manifestation something. And I was like, oh my God, that is literally what I am experiencing. And so I read this whole post and it made a lot of sense. And it was like, allow yourself some time, allow yourself some space. And I realized, look, moving home, it doesn't matter if you are moving into your fucking dream home. It's still stressful. Your girl still had very little heating in minus two degrees. I still had three young children to look after in a house where I didn't know how anything worked. And she got through it. I'm 10 days in now. And I have to say... I am loving this house so much. Today is the first day that I've come up and actually used my office. I am sat recording at a desk in my home office and I couldn't be happier about it. So just in case any of you are like, wow, Fran seems really negative since she moved into that house. Yeah, I'll agree with you. Um, I can see my own flaws. I can recognise it and admit it. Um, but I feel like I was just very overwhelmed by everything that was going on. Anyway, today I want to talk to you about how you can turn your weakness into your strength. So I feel like we all go through life feeling like we can't achieve our goals. We can't yet start to live the life of our dreams. We can't yet go for the job we want, the man we want, the whatever it is, because we feel like this certain something is holding us back in our lives. So I just want you to recognize that we love to see a transformation in others. We love to see a glow up. We love to see a rags to riches. We love to see a makeover. We love to see the underdog win. You know, we all know those stories where we're like, oh my God, do you know where he or she used to be? And look at them now. No one feels inspired or motivated or amazed by the story of, you know, a little rich girl that was given absolutely everything and she didn't have to work for anything and nothing bad ever happened to her and she did well. No one feels inspired by that. But we do like to see the underdog win, no matter what the situation is. And yet we reject and we push away those lows in our own life. When we see those things that we perceive as weaknesses, that we see as holding us back, as things that maybe other people have and we don't, We try to hide that from others because we don't want others to perceive a weakness in us. So whatever weakness you see in your own life, as much as you might hate it, I'm telling you, I'm here to tell you, you can turn it into your goddamn superpower. So like I said, most people feel like they don't want to disclose their weaknesses for fear of other people knowing. You know what it's like? I always remember reading in a magazine years ago. I don't remember what celebrity it was, but she said, If ever you feel self-conscious about your teeth or your nose or your whatever it might be, she said, never point it out because most of the time other people never notice it. And then as soon as you do, they're like, huh, you're right. Yeah, you do have a wonky forehead or whatever it is. I always remember that. But yeah, we don't ever like to open up about what our weaknesses are to other people. But the truth is, is that you can take those and turn them into your greatest strength. So I want to give you a couple of 
in real life examples. The first is probably one of my favorite, which is Kylie Jenner. So if you think back, I mean, how far back are we going? 10 years, maybe? If you think about Kylie Jenner within the Kardashian sister dynasty, is that what we're calling it now? I don't know. She was, let's be honest, they called her the ugly sister. They called her the ugly sister. You know, she wasn't a supermodel like Kendall. She wasn't of that kind of same glamness as the three older sisters. She was more on a Rob vibe, let's be honest. Um, And people used to really take the piss out of her because she didn't look the same as her sisters. She had very, very thin lips and people loved to take the piss out of her. And she kind of was like, I don't want to say the ugly duckling because it's really unfair, but I feel like that's how people described her. And so can you imagine growing up with all of those women as your sisters? Like, can you imagine how you would feel? So although I'm sitting here saying this to you, like, imagine poor Kylie Jenner and you're thinking, fucking Kylie, you want me to feel sorry for Kylie Jenner? Let's remember, everything is relative. Like, everybody has their own level of problems. And I can imagine growing up with Kim Kardashian, Khloe Kardashian, Kourtney Kardashian, Kendall fucking Jenner, Victoria's Secret Angel as your sisters, you would probably feel a huge amount of pressure about the way that you look, the way that you perform, the money you earn, all these things, your success, right? So she turned what was her perceived weakness, which is that she was not perceived to be as attractive as her sisters. That girl, she got down the aesthetics clinic. She got herself some lip fillers. She transformed her goddamn face. And then she started a beauty business completely based around that. And I remember, I remember this being a huge thing. Does anybody remember watching those episodes of the Kardashians where they had to actually, because I feel like she was quite young as well. They had to actually like address the fact that she'd had lip fillers. It was like a really big thing. Does does anyone remember that? And it was like, she would never admit it in uh, interviews. They were never allowed to ask her about it. And then she came out with these fucking lip kits where you could have a lip liner and a, and a, what do you call it? A, a gloss that completely matched. This girl made billions. She transformed herself from the ugly duckling of that family into bar Kim, the fucking hustler, the richest person in that family. She surpassed her mother, Kris Jenner, who I think we all think of as like the richest woman in the world. I know I do. She surpassed the lifetime earnings of her father, who was a gold Olympian. She surpassed her older sisters, Courtney, Chloe. She even surpassed the supermodel Kendall. This bitch did all of that off of her insecurity about her lips and having lip thinners. What a fucking boss. In 2019, Forbes called her the youngest self-made billionaire. And I think that has actually been called into disrepute slightly now. I don't know. But the numbers don't fucking lie. Kylie is worth $700 million. Chris, Chris Jenner, is only worth 190. 700 versus 190. And poor old Kendall, help me, I'm poor. She is only worth 45 million. If you think about it, like I know we're talking millions here and it seems so absurd, but 700 million, Kylie could literally pay Kendall's entire net worth in like a fucking month or something. Do you know what I mean? It's just wild. It is wild. And you can really start to see, I think that when we're talking about such an extreme amount of wealth, we find it hard to really differentiate between, we just see them all as rich, right? But if you are watching the current season of the Kardashians, God, I'm in love with it, you will see that only Kim 
and Kylie have their private jets. That is like a whole different level of wealth that Chris doesn't have her own private jet. Courtney and Chloe and Kendall don't have them. Like only Kylie and Kim and she is on that level, bitch. And she's the youngest. She's the youngest out of all of them. Can you imagine working hard for 10 years and then your younger sister just fucking eclipses you wealth-wise in like a year? And she did that through making her weakness her biggest strength. Now, of course, she's not the only one to do this. Think about Lizzo. Do you think Lizzo sat around crying because she didn't look like Beyonce? Do you think she said, oh, I'll try and get a record deal. I'll go and submit my demo. I'll do whatever. When I've lost 10 pounds, did she fuck? It did not stop her from blowing up. It did not stop her now being worth 12 million dollars. She performs in very little clothing Her lyrics are full of body positivity and self-love. And she even has a shapewear line now called Yitty, which is worth millions. I think it's part of Fabletics. I'm not really sure. But again, that is taking her perceived negatives or what society would call a negative. She is a plus size woman and she has turned that into a positive by making her songs all about body positivity, about creating an entire shapewear line about plus size women catering to plus size women. So again, she did not let that perceived negative hold her back. In fact, that's what she used to push herself forward. I actually have a listener and a book club bitch called Molly Hull. She has 204,000 followers on Instagram. She has half a million on TikTok and she has an anti-bullying brand. Now, what makes her different from any other influencer? She talks about having an unusual nose. She talks about having a big nose. That is in her own time. I'm not saying she has a big nose. She has said it about herself. Now, she is a full-time influencer. She could have easily had a nose job 10 years ago. She could, well, she's actually not that old. She probably couldn't have had it 10 years ago. She's only 24. She could not have had it at 14, but she could have had a nose job 10 times over. She could have afforded it. Like your girl is balling, but she has chosen not to. And she talks all the time. Her unique selling point is she talks about anti-bullying. She talks about being unique. She talks about not conforming to what society wants you to look like. And she is fucking beautiful. Check her out on Instagram, Molly Hull. She is beautiful and she has a very distinctive nose. Now, if she had had a nose job and try to just fit in with every other influencer, would she be as big as she is now? I'm probably going to say probably not because there are a million perfect looking girls out there can fucking airbrush all of their pictures. Molly doesn't need to be like that. And she has turned that perceived negative, the thing that potentially would have held her back and being like, I can't post on social media. I can't take selfies. I can't be an influencer. Look at my nose. She has turned that into her actual selling point. Victoria Eames stands out in a world full of perfect mumfluencers on Instagram. She shares her imperfect, messy, chaotic life with her 206,000 followers. Again, something where she could be thinking, I can't be a monfluencer. My house is a shit tip. My children are crazy. I look like a mess. That don't stop her. Even if you think about Cardi B, you know, she was a stripper. In the entertainment industry, particularly for women, that would be something that would massively hold you back. It would make people not respect you. It would make people not sign you, particularly in America. They're very funny about things like that. You have to be very sort of straight laced and clean, maybe not so much anymore. But she does not try to hide that past at all. In fact, she talks about it in so many of her songs. She's very open about it. She doesn't let that perceived negative hold her back from achieving the dreams that she has for her life. Now, when I think about myself, when I started this podcast, my life had, let's be honest, it had fallen apart. (laughs) 
<laughs> I had a really great life um, before the pandemic. Um, I really enjoyed it. But it all fell apart when the pandemic happened. I was divorced. I was a single mum. I had lost my business. I was living on government grants for the self-employed. Remember those? Remember we had to wait three or four months for those? Thanks, Boris, for nothing. Um, I was pregnant with twins. I was single. I was living in a little two-bedroom house. I mean, I was hardly the poster girl for manifesting the life of your dreams and the law of attraction, hey? So where did I get the gall, the gumption, the audacity to start a podcast telling you guys how to live your goddamn lives and how to manifest the life of your dreams when my life had so spectacularly fallen apart or had it? Did it fall apart to fall together even better? I think so. I know that now. Hindsight's twenty twenty. But if I compared myself to other people, if I compared myself to other people in the space, such as like Amanda Francis, who is earning, I don't know, $700,000 a month or whatever, I could have said, I can't share this stuff. I can't share the law of attraction. How can I tell people that you can be the architect of your own life? Like I'm single. I don't have love in my life. I have a failed marriage. I'm not living my dream life yet. Um, I've lost my business. I'm not living in like my dream home or anything. If I'd thought that, I would never, ever have started this podcast. That would have been the thing that would have really held me back. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week we talk about the curious things that people do. Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you, like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. But I truly believe through the messages that you guys send me that my strength lies in the transformation. People have genuinely seen me go from A to B, which we often don't get to see with, I guess, like celebrities or even like big law of attraction gurus. They kind of speak about it retrospectively. And, you know, we'll hear people say, oh, I used to be a stripper or, you know, 50 Cent talks about he used to be a drug dealer. But We've never really seen that metamorphosis for ourselves in real time. And what I hope I've been able to portray, and I must admit, I've been guilty of not always showing the really horrible parts because no one really wants to show the horrible parts, do they, all the time? It's fucking depressing. Um, But I hope that you've seen where I've started and the journey as I apply these things to my life. That's what I really hope. And yeah, like I say, I am guilty of not always showing the bad parts. And I now wish for the sake of transformation that I had, like when my little grotty house was really disgusting and it had brown carpets and Artex ceilings and we were tripping over ourselves because it was so small, I always tried to take pictures that didn't show how bad it was. I always tried to make things seem nicer than they are. And I think we're all guilty of doing that. You know, how many times have you taken an Instagram picture where you've just shoved your like, your toot out the way and you're like, right, put that clutter over there and then like no one can see it. We all fucking do it. Um, and I really wish that I'd been a little bit honest about how shitty it was because that's what I'm learning as I go on this journey. Like as I move into this new house, I had a lot of anxiety over like, 
Now, I've got these fucking 90s mirrors. You know, like those wavy mirrors. They're in almost every room and they're fucking gross. Like there's so many things where all the paintwork is dirty and chipped and there's old-fashioned curtains and things that I don't like and I wouldn't have. And I started to feel myself getting a bit panicky again being like oh I don't want to show these things I don't want people to think that I live in a space like this and it's like no man like this is your strength like this is real this is the transformation because when you do get to that amazing part trust me you're gonna want to look back and see how bad things used to be do you know what I mean so the same with like love and stuff I sometimes get a little bit of imposter syndrome where I feel like How am I in a position to tell people about the law of attraction and about how you can manifest anything you want into your life, including love? I mean, most people, a loving romantic relationship is like a number one goal for a lot of people. I could try and hide the fact that buying my dream home and kind of working towards living my dream life only makes that loneliness of being a single parent even louder. It makes it even more acute. It's really weird. I love this house so much. But the better my life gets, the louder it seems to be that I'm doing it all on my own. And there's no one really... Obviously, I have great friends. I have great family. I've got my children. Of course, I have all that stuff. But it's becoming really obvious to me that I have no one to share it with. And by nobody, I mean a man, a man in my life. And I could try and hide that fact and be like, guys, everything's great. Everything's fucking amazing. Like I'm living my best life. But that isn't honest. And I need to turn that weakness of the fact that I'm very aware I have issues with men. I have a lot of limiting beliefs around men. I have a lot of limiting beliefs around relationships. And I can turn that into my strength by bringing you guys along on that journey with me and saying, come on, if you two are struggling with love, relationships, we can fucking do this together. Like this is something we can conquer. And the upshot of that is that being honest about that journey and being honest about my limitations and my own sort of um, fault, not fallbacks, comebacks, shortfalls, my my own shortfalls um, in my manifesting journey is that I actually attract the audience that need to hear this podcast. So I attract a lot of single women. I attract a lot of single parents. I attract a lot of people that have left either unhealthy or even toxic relationships. And those are exactly the kind of people that I am trying to reach. And so sharing my weaknesses only turns into my strength. It only makes me stronger. It only makes my podcast stronger. Look, your weakness is your goddamn strength. So very complicated relationships can either be my downfall or they can become my speciality. Being a single mum can be my stigma or it can become my superpower. But the important thing is I get to decide. I get to decide what you think is holding you back could be the exact thing that propels you forward. So whatever you are thinking, and as you're listening to this, you will be, something will come to your mind. Something will come to your mind that you instantly think, this is the thing that holds me back. This is the thing that people um, have a assumption about me. Or this is the thing that people always think, oh God, is so different. It might be something about the way you look. For me, I know I definitely still have issues about being a single mum. You know, I just went and introduced myself to my new neighbours and definitely the street I've moved to is definitely like a nicer street than I used to live on. And I'm very aware that there is like, or I feel like there is, there is a perception or there is a thing of like, oh, it's a single mum there. And 
I know this sounds terrible, but I feel like as well, they'll be like, oh, she's got mixed race children as well. Okay. Maybe they're not thinking that. Maybe this world is perfect, but that is just what I feel like in my heart is happening. And that's my own issue to deal with. So whatever you think your weakness is or what your stigma is, you are fully able to turn that on its head and it can become your superpower. It can become your speciality. It can be the thing that moves you forward in life in whatever direction you want to go. So I hope this episode has been useful to you. I hope you have found some value in it. If you have, please do your girl a solid. You can rate, review, subscribe. Those things take a couple of seconds, but they truly, truly help me out. And you can also share this episode on your Instagram stories. There's a little share button. You can share this episode with anyone that you think might benefit from hearing from it. And again, that really helps me. Tag me. I'm at Law of Attraction Changed My Life or at Francesca Amber, and I'll reshare as many as possible. Anyway, this will be coming out just before Christmas. So I just want to take this opportunity to wish you all the happiest of Christmases. I hope you have an incredible festive period. But if this is a time for you that feels a bit sad, I know that I have a lot of single mums in this community. If you do not have your children this Christmas day, I don't have my twins this Christmas day. This is not my year to have them. And this is the first time I will have ever spent a Christmas day without my children ever ever, any of my children. Um, I've got Bo with me. But what I mean is, out of all of them, I've never not had any of them on Christmas morning. So I feel you. I'm here with you. And what I want to say to you, God, I feel like I'm going to cry. And I'm not even upset about it. My, <laughs> my whole point about it is you don't need to be upset because it is just a day. It's just a day. We make it whatever it is. So I've had this for a couple of years with Bo. We share her birthday and it's such a shit show because you can never actually end up doing anything on the birthday itself. So we have a total fake birthday. She has no idea. It's the day before. No one cares. And it's everyone's living their best lives. So you have your Christmas day and whatever day is suitable for you. Only society is telling you that it has to be on the 25th of December. Do you really believe that a virgin got pregnant by God, had a baby called Jesus on the 25th of December? Because I don't know about you, but I don't. So it doesn't mean shit. You can make any situation, event, whatever, mean whatever you want it to mean in your life. And it can either be a sad day for you or it can be a happy day. So So we got invited to a load of different things on Christmas Day. And I was like, no, do you know what? I've got all three girls. I just want to spend it at home, opening presents with them. Like that's what's important to kids on Christmas Day. And now it's just me and Bo. I'm like, do you know what? All those invitations, we come in. So we're going to my mum's for a Christmas dinner with all the cousins. My sister-in-law has invited us to like a party at her house in the evening. So I'm just going to all the goddamn things. And yeah, mama will be drinking some rosé past six o'clock. So you just make it what you want it to be, girls. You make it what you want it to be. I hope you all have an amazing Christmas. And if you want to join me on New Year's Day for my goal setting party, tickets are still available at francescaamber.com. Please, I beg of you, please don't do what happened last year. Do you know what happened last year? Every single person seemed, no, that's a lie, not every single person, but so many people, I'd say 70% of people decided to wait until an hour before the event. And then they all went and bought tickets. So for the hour before it, I was literally clicking accept, accept, accept onto the group on Facebook for hours. It was the most chaotic, stressful thing that's ever happened to me in my life. So I beg of you, if you are even thinking about coming and joining the New Year's goal setting party on the evening of January 1st at 8pm UK time, or you can do it at whatever time to suit you, you can watch a replay 
please buy your tickets in advance and please spare me a fucking cardiac arrest on New Year's Day because I'm too old for this shit now, okay? I'm too old. It is a three-hour online party where we will reflect on the year just gone. We will assess the season of your life because trust me, that has a huge impact, huge impact on how you set goals for the year going forward. Uh, You set a theme for your year. And we set goals and bucket list items quarter by quarter for 2023. And I'm telling you, it is a process to behold. It is a ritual to be done. It's actually such an amazing ritual that it has been turned into a book. It is being turned into a book as we speak. I have a book deal. I'm going to be writing it in the first few months of next year and it'll be out by next Christmas. So get excited for that. But if you can't wait till next Christmas, just come and do it with me on New Year's Day, innit? Tickets are £33.33, very auspicious number. And they're available on my website at francescaamber.com. Have an amazing Christmas, guys. I will hopefully see you in the new year. And I, of course, will be back next week for another another episode. And remember, the law of attraction has changed my life and it's going to change yours too, bitch. Bye. What up, bitches? It's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life. I think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work, their teachings into a book that often costs less than £10. It's incredible to me. And I am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey. And, you know, I have the UK's biggest self-development book club. There's over 3,000 of us reading along each month. But maybe you're thinking, Fran, I ain't got time to read. Who do you think I am? Barbara Cartland? No, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book, maybe you have a physical job like um, cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands, or maybe you're a crafter. And you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go. Or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book, but you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches. Don't try it. Then Audible may be for you. I have a 30-day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.